The Internet, the final frontier. What's up, my nerds? It's boldly going nowhere. This week, we're talking about Johnny Depp being a black mass hole. We're talking about Peanuts the movie launching a website. We're talking about a new Jakku trailer for Star Wars The Force Arises, or Awakens, whatever. Hayden Christensen coming back for episode 7 and Christmas stuff? Oh, good God. Wow, Colin. You know, I, you Way know, better than mine. <laughs> you, well, no, to be fair, I, I do rag on you. I did rag on you a few times, but I, I, I had a stumble there. But that's what yeah, happens I, when you do it live. I, I thought you were going to go with The Force Unleashed, but no, you mix it up with Arises. I was not expecting that. The Force Arises Awakens. <laughs> uh. See, it's, it's harder than it looks. No, it is. I will admit it. <laughs> Especially when you do it live, because I remember we used to do these. The, we used to do the bumpers. Mm-hmm. That was like the very last thing we did. And we did it just... We did it until we did. We did it if we got it right. Yeah. I, I, I guess no, no, next week, uh, week um, uh, I'll just do it, and then I'll, then I'll show you guys what true awkwardness is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if you don't know where Poser, you're at, you, posers. <laughs> well, if you don't know where you're at right now, you're on boldly going nowhere. Podcast ears listen. Mm. Is that the is that the right order? Podcast ears listen. Uh, it wasn't originally. It's a podcast. You listen to it with your ears, so it shouldn't it be listen ears. Podcast listen ears podcast. No, oh, whatever. <laughs> I just love how we're cutting it down to just like sitting like podcast ears listen podcast ears listen all right listen, podcast. well okay a couple things happened this week um I think we're definitely going to talk about uh Black Mass starring Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger I mean I mean I, I he, he was very white was he mm-hmm. hmm. Hmm. extremely white one okay. would assume the name. Well, I guess you know since we're on the subject, mm. let's let's start with that. Yeah. So the um, I, I just want to mention the the events that I experienced uh, last weekend. Um, I was out of town uh, celebrating my uncle's birthday, and we were we were just we were just heading out for the evening when my cell phone just exploded with uh, with the Facebook posts that everyone in Castaway Studios, everyone else in Castaway Studios was saying it's like, hey everybody, we're all loading up the party wagon and going to see Black Mass tonight. Woo! Yeah, Johnny Depp's not, you know is playing a serious character who's not a, a he's not a clown in a funny hat. In fact, his character's balding. That's like the opposite of wearing a funny hat. That's Woo-hoo! that's when your skull is the funny hat. <laughs> Sean, you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, what, what are you talking about? It's, 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 so so my, my cell phone seemed to suggest that there were like 18 of you who were going to see this movie. Well, I invited because what happened was I, Sean and I had mentioned it the previous weekend that we wanted to go see it. And so I just pulled out the, the, the I just pulled out the Facebook group message and just IM'd everybody who I thought would be interested in seeing it, you included. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like d- the day finally came, and uh, I had Liz uh, ask me, uh, "Hey, uh, what time?" Like I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to see this movie tonight. What time are we coming back?" Because I was going to a party in D.C. that night, and I was like, "All right, well." Like, it gets to a certain point, we'll go see a later showing, because you weren't even available till 9, I think. Yeah, because uh, I think I, I closed. Work. Yeah, it worked. Close. Yeah. And then everything sort of backfired, so I ended up not going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, of course, the following day, I checked everyone's Facebook feeds, because knowing you guys, I'm gonna, I thought it was going to be cluttered with a bunch of... Uh, a lot of hyperbolic statements like, Johnny Depp is a black masterpiece named Whitey. 
that would have been stuff ironic. like that. And no, no, no one talked about this at all. Yeah, and then I, lo and behold, I discovered just just tonight, it just Sean, just you and Brian went to see it, right? This is just us two. And then what? what like, oh man. Well, all right. So who's seen the movie? Um, I actually caught it uh, uh, um, this afternoon. So okay. I actually think this is a very good because normally. So you two have varying opinions on film, so I think it's a good way to talk about it. So how about we start with... You come up with the questions. All right, so... Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go with what you liked about the film. I guess we'll start with Jordan. Okay, well, um, I mean, I I, guess I'm repeating myself here, but yes, it is is really nice uh, being reminded how how well Johnny Depp can act again. I've I've been kind of missing that after after how many Pirates movies or... or, um, uh, even Transcendence, which was uh, made a real disappointment. Or The uh, Tourist. Or, or Mordecai. Or The Tourist. M- yeah, Mordecai, the giant Depp movie, not good enough for theaters. The... It was out in theaters, wasn't it? Uh, not, not that I recall. Or even Lone Ranger. Wow, I, I already forgot about Lone Ranger. Imagine oh, that. So, okay, so, uh, but, but regardless, this movie, there is a middle, like, 10 or 15 minutes that are just golden. Uh, oh my it, God, it's yeah. it's um it's when it, it, Johnny Depp is a scary motherfucker in this movie. Uh, yeah, the, point, the point where he when he, um, he, he 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 executes his his second in command's prostitute just with his, with an with his elbow. It's like he, 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 uh, even even Agent Forty Seven uses a grot wire. I mean, like goddamn, uh, and then. And then, and then he's eating dinner with uh, his F- his FBI friends, uh, little, little little helper monkey dude, who's this smiley motherfucker, and he's all like, "Well, oh, the steak is just is just fantastic. Oh, how yeah, how do you do Edgerton, it?" Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Joel Edgerton, who I, I seriously thought it was Jeremy Renner for the longest time in this movie. He <laughs> he looks he looks nothing like he looked like in the gift. Like wow, he's. He, Wait, who am I thinking of? Um, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but. Um, yeah, Joel Edgerton's character, Joe Connolly, his best friend, who's like his his helper monkey in the FBI. He, uh, so so he so he he picked up the stakes tonight, and uh, and and Bul- and Bulger's all like, uh, you know, Morris is the name. Morris, this, these stakes are fantastic. How, what's your secret? Uh, how, how did you make them? And Morris's all like, I can't tell you that, Mister Bulger. It's a family secret. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Come on, just uh, he's just gotta tell him. He's like, Okay, well, it's just garlic and soy. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, no. You gave it up a little early. Give him your family secret. Just like that. David Harbour. <laughs> David Harbour is John Morris. Just like that. What else are you, what did you give up? <laughs> <sighs> and and then he goes and performs first aid on John Con- on, on John's wife. Oh my god, that was the As creepiest like, scene I'm, in the entire I'm movie. I'm astonished she survived. Uh... But this is so. This is capped off as like this. This is this is Bulger at his just at his most deplorable, and it coincides with with uh, with his FBI buddy getting getting a new a new office mate, uh, played by Corey Stahl, who was Yellow Jacket in Ant Man, and sadly he's like the one guy and he's, he's of course the new guy in the FBI who is not terribly fond of the fact that uh, that Bulger is uh, running Boston ragged. And the one guy I really, really liked in the film as a character. And his scene with uh, uh, his scene with Joel Edgerton is so fantastic. Joel Edgerton's like, Here, well, well, welcome to the FBI. Here's your bribe. You know, I, I got tickets to the, to the Sax game tonight. 
<laughs> Clemens is on the mound. You, you, you kids in the audience know, still know who Roger Clemens is, right? Right? Yeah. I bet you do. And he's like, uh, no, thank you. Uh, why is no one in the FBI interested in bringing in Whitey Bulger? And, and Joel Edgerson's like, well... You know he's uh, he he's so sneaky. You know he never he never uh, he never uh, talks over the phone about his crimes. He's, he's just he's just God, he's so slippery that way. And he's all like, okay, well, uh, are, are these reports true that you that you were childhood friends with Whitey Bulger? Like, do you do you know any inside information about him? And he's and of course he's like, no. I mean he's retired anyway. He's he's done with crime. There's no reason to look into him anymore. He's like, you just said he was he was. Not talking over the phone, as well committing crimes. And now he's not committing crimes, and just just see, seeing Joel Edgerton just deflate. He's a shitty Fed, okay. I'm sorry, sorry sad to say, but like <laughs> seeing this guy just just melt in this scene was so glad. It was so golden. It's like no, this is the thing about Whitey Bulger is that he doesn't actually exist. He's like he, he, he was kidnapped by elves. You know how it is, right? <laughs> Yeah, and like, and some of these scenes are like, you're like, oh no, it's just, it's just Jimmy. Jimmy's a good guy. He's a good. He's giving us all this information. The 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 guys in the in the north, you know, the mafia. We're we're yeah. getting them. We're guys, getting them right. The we're getting them. There's so many scenes that went, just went. You're full of shit. No, I'm not. So, bullshit. Bullshit. So, so of course the scene is 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 a is a standard you know shot counter shot you know you know uh, camera on Joel then cut the camera on on uh, on Corey and back and forth like that. Coming at coming after that scene at at uh, at, at, at a Bulger's dinner date, I have expected one of the cuts to Corey stole to have him just being strangled by Johnny Depp right there. <laughs> I haven't expected it myself really. So like I. It just that, that that 15 minute stretch is what is uh, it, it, it's fantastic and it, it's like worth the price of admission alone uh, Sean what about you um, Sean, you I'm like, like? I, I the the scene the scene in which he strangles that girl and like that entire scene was one shot mm-hmm. was one take as zo- zooming in of her leading her into the room mm-hmm. to him like choking her him going out of frame getting the reaction of his of his buddy in crime, just like horrified, and going back going back out as Jimmy leaves the room, and then turning back around to see him like look at the corpse. I was just like I was flabbergasted at the amount of cinematography, the detail, um, in in terms of that. That's what I really liked about the movie. Just and jo- and obviously Johnny Depp's uh, brilliant performance. I th- he he's been overdue for a, a good performance these days. Like a real good performance. Yeah. Hey, if I understand, the actual Whitey Bulger is actually quite furious with that scene because in real life he asked someone else to kill her. Oh. And he's really upset. Of course Hollywood would uh, would you know punch it up by having me the the, the big bad guy of the story kill all the prostitutes. I mean, that that's just sexist Hollywood. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm have a we... criminal, but I'm not that criminal. Oh no, have we offended the mass murderer? <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, all right. So we talked about what you like. Sean seems to like the cinematography. Jordan seems to like the the acting performances. So let me ask you this: What didn't you like? And I know, as we said earlier, Sean is seemingly not a fan. So let's hear Sean. Sean, what what didn't you like about the movie? So many. <laughs> this 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 film has so much dead weight. Nothing goes. Uh, there's so many scenes that just don't go anywhere and serve really no purpose to the the and there's scenes that repeat themselves and so so during that you get barraged with the, each scene that just kind of like all right you know he's a bullshitter 
that this guy that this guy working the feds is friends with Jimmy. He's a bullshitter. Um, so what? You know, he's uh, you know he gets away with it. All right, he's talking bullshit. They 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 know he know he's lying again. It moves moves back on, and in the middle of this, I was just like, I really want to watch The Departed right now. Yeah, it's and and like. <laughs> I shouldn't be thinking about other movies while I'm watching a current movie. Well, I just, to be fair, I just thought it could it could have ended. A, it could have been like the fat could have been cut a little bit cleanly to make this a nice, uh, a nice film. I want to point out here. It is interesting that you mentioned specifically The Departed, since mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson's character is based on Whitey Bulger. Yeah, um, I, I will agree with you that there are a lot of scenes in this movie that seem kind of perfunctory. That. You know, I've seen I've seen so many mobster movies, and so I, I'm kind of used to the to these same beats. You know, like even if I didn't know this is based on a true story, and even if I didn't know that uh, Bolter was eventually arrested, right? Like it, you know, it's it, it's you can still watch the you can still watch Titanic and enjoy it, even if you don't know that the, the, if you do know that the ship sinks, right? Right. So, but but yeah, there's there's a, there. I, I agree with you that there there are a lot of scenes that are they're just just seem trite anymore to us. Yeah, and, and it really it feels like you know I've seen this before, like I've I've seen seen this one before, and the the dialogue could have been done a little bit better outside of Johnny Depson's. Everything everything with White with Whitey Boulder in, in the scene, Whitey Boulder in the scene, his lines were were, per, were perfect were perfectly done, perfectly executed, fine. But everyone everyone else like the supporting cast seemed to like I don't know it just. It's like he he basically outshined everybody. My, my big black mark, uh, if, if it's my turn now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, go ahead. My God, is it going to pain me to say this? Being the Doctor Strange fan, Benadragon Cumbersmaug kind of sucks in this movie. Really? I, I okay. He he seems like he's trying a lot to get that accent across. It seems like he's almost he's almost hurting himself. Yeah. Well, Boston is a particularly difficult accent to try and mark. But he did a good job oh. being like, I mean, even even his first time he enters the scene, first time we see him, you know, the, the fact like, look at you, look, I mean, look at you, and everyone's just like, like that's like what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying what I was thinking, like, look at you, you're all fancy now mm -hmm. <laughs> in so, another movie. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but all right, so so. Benedict Cumber, uh, Cumberbatch, I, I, I'm so used to saying, having funny, uh, you know, I couldn't quite remember what his real name was for a second there. Uh, Cumberbatch, is, his character is, uh, he, he's, he's Billy Bulger. He's uh, supposed to be Whitey's older brother. Is that right? Yeah. Because, because older, he, has, he has, like, they mentioned he has like nine kids. And, uh, and, and Whitey, well, he was in prison for much of his formative years. So, yeah, I, I, I feel like he's supposed to be his older brother. Um, he though. looks like he could be Johnny Depp's son. He is he is so dewy and and like and and, and, and I also saw a, a picture of the actual uh, Billy Bulger. He looks nothing like him at all. He's like a whole foot taller for one thing. Who Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah, yeah uh, he uh, he is. And I don't know. It, it I just I just thought he was really wrong for this role. I, it, it's a really a pretty small role. Um, okay, actually, getting back to what you said about about some of the some of the scenes dragging on, I discovered uh, apparently the original cut of this movie is was over three hours long. Dear Lord! And they cut it down to like two ten. And, and again, more. I, I feel like they could have cut more. They could have cut more. Because yeah. because I uh, that's the problem. Like once once you're sitting in the end, ending bay and you have the director there 
uh, kind of snipping up, you know, looking at this, snipping up the pieces, there's there's a certain emotional attachment to certain scenes, and it's hard to cut them. We've seen that with with tons of directors, including Peter Jackson. Like it's it's something to where like you know we can cut this down, but yeah, you, you it, can't it, be in the room when this happens. It, uh, if there's a single like deleted scene on any of uh, any of Michael Bay's movie DVDs, I'd honestly be shocked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Again, I can picture him cutting anything ever. But, uh, I mean. Anyway, uh, and in terms of explosions, no. No, every, all the explosions stay in. Anything that has meaning, it mm-hmm. gets clipped out. Anyway, it's like, I, I, I've, um, yeah, my good friend Brendan and some, uh, some of my subs on YouTube, they're, they're going completely nuts over this movie. Um, I, I'm not quite there. I mean, I, I still think it's, it's worth seeing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I just, there's, there's just certain scenes where I was just like, eh, it, it, you, you could I mean, I would have done it different. I mean... The, the whole the whole like he just dumps all these bodies in these one place in one place but you never see like what's beyond that you know the mash yeah it's probably the mash the mash it, uh, you know, uh, uh, as, as, as many on-screen murders as there are in this movie it's not exactly a terribly gory or lurid film well no not comparably to others i mean it's it's violent it's violent but it's not it's not like yeah, i don't know the, 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 the last 10 minutes of godfather i'd say is even more graphic than this whole movie is yeah, I think they use digital squibs in some of the scenes too. So sorry. No. What's up? No, no, nothing. I just anyway. I knocked the mic. Not bad. So I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if, sure if this is going to be an Oscar contention or what. But um, again, it's just good seeing Johnny Depp. You know, kicking ass. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, because the problem is, is let's be honest here. Johnny Depp was getting to that point where the Pirates was like becoming like the definitive moment of his career. Like mm-hmm. five years before Pirates, it was. The definitive moment of his career was Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. And it was just... I mean, personally, I still remember um, that one movie. He, I can't remember the name of the movie, but I remember the performance with him and uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken kidnaps his daughter, and like he has to assassinate a senator. Oh, Nick of Time. That's it. Thank you. Was that Walken? I guess... That was Walken. Oh, okay. Walken with a mustache. Wow, that was, that was such a long time ago. Right? That's what I'm saying. Mm. All right, so all right, so I mean, let's, it, let's it, get. Let, let me put it this way: if if Australia sees this movie, they might be a little too afraid to try and kill his dogs anymore. Mm, well, yeah, I don't <laughs> know if you know this. Tony Abbott's actually been voted out of office. Uh, it, it, well, it wasn't Abbott who was spearheading that, if I recall. It was like their their, sec- it was. their secretary of the interior. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe. But all right, so uh, later story. Yeah, Tony Abbott was voted out of office. Yay! Hooray! Hey, moving on. All right, so uh, so obviously this is a sort of divisive movie, but. I want to talk about a movie that I can't wait for. I can't tell from the music. Peanuts is coming out November 6th. And they actually, they launched this website this week where you could peanutize yourself. I, I peanutized myself. I, I, you know what, Sean? Funny you mentioned that. Because I did too. I give a Schultz. I peanutized myself. I peanutized all the members of Cast Wave Studios. Huh. I mean, mind you, I can't do beards or anything like that. So, <laughs> like, as a, for instance, yeah. all of us in our childhood stage. Funnily, well, funnily enough, I have Jordan right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. There's Jordan. Oh, little mm-hmm. Jordan. Right. The Whittle Synapse. You, you, you got the hair pretty well. 
that was the closest <laughs> hairstyle I could find. They have a very limited like amount of hairstyles and for stuff. What you, for what you had, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, so here, uh, hang on, hang on. Here's, I, I got everybody, like I said. So you should line them up, and then what you put them put them up on top the, of the. Uh, the, 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 the band. There's, there's gotta be somebody yeah, you, could, you could put this as like the profile picture of the episode. On I think SoundCloud. it's the cover photo. Just yeah, line a, line us all okay. up and put us in the cover photo. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this over um, Photoshop. So don't worry. Oh yeah. So here, here's there's Jordan, and here's me. <laughs> For those of you visual reference in the audio podcast, yeah. I've got like a massive Jufro. <laughs> it's great. It's it totally you too. Yeah. As, that was the, that was the closest hairstyle I could figure out to the mop on my head. To anyone knows Colin, it's it's, yeah. it's typical. This is this is this is Brian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. give him an orange hat. I, I that's 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 as much as I could think to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was that was really the closest <laughs> I could get to you know him. There's Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Poff, but again, I, I can't do five o'clock shadow. Uh, he, 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 I'm pretty sure he has the exact same hair I do. Yeah, that's great. Uh, hang on, this, this is Mark Denby. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah the, these photos look amazing. Oh, hang on. <laughs> this is Zach. <laughs> oh my god, I, um... that's actually the best one so far. Again, uh, this is Jess, and uh, I think that's I think that's everybody I put well. in here. I really hope that you're able to link this to some sort of uh, some uh, some kind of online uh, online resource, so oh, that, yeah. so their audience is not completely in the dark. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll <laughs> link in the I, episode description. You link in the episode description. There you go. I okay. will do that. I will do that for you all. Uh, but I also watched the second trailer that dropped, and the first trailer was just like literally a slow motion zoom away <coughs> from Charlie Brown's head, and then Snoopy, and then they just kick in with Linus and Lucy. I, I the, the Bob O'Reilly uh, music in the background for the trailer. Yeah, and then that was they, cool. the, the the new one has Bob O'Reilly, but yeah, it's it explains a little <laughs> bit of the plot and what's going on. So Bob O'Reilly for a Peanuts movie, prepubescent wasteland. Yeah. This is a only prepubescent wasteland. Preteen wasteland. Preteen wasteland. It's only preteen wasteland. They are wasted, dog. We're all peanuts. Yeah, but no, I, I saw this trailer and. I'll admit, a few people that I showed that the first trailer to were a little hesitant. I showed the same people that this new trailer, and they were like, "Okay, fine, I'll see it." I guess. I, no, it's good. I, it's good. I think that it's it's going to be a good movie. I really do. Because honestly, we we were due for a new Peanuts movie. Mm-hmm. We really were. Because I mean, I think the last one I remember seeing—I don't know about you guys—the last one I remember seeing is the one where they went to France. I, I think I've seen that one. The the one that I remember most cutely because I, I saw it like twelve times was uh, the Great Race, where they're they're yeah. they're they're like racing. They're like it's like white water rafting race against mm-hmm. uh, other jackass kids. Yeah. And despite the fact that they're in a race, they they stop and hang out at various uh, forest you know forest sites for like weeks at a time, seemingly. <laughs> Oh, hang on. I have the website here. Hang on. I have... No. What, what, what? Charlie Brown's talking. Oh, you could have said that. To me. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Fun stereo well, that it's not hooked up to the mic. It's not yeah. hooked up to the sequel. I'll admit the, the, tra- the, the, the website itself is very basic it's just you know characters videos posters and then they have the peanutize me version which again it's just basically just you know create your own avatar in peanut style which for what it is it's 
pretty decent. I, you guys saw some of the pictures, it's, and hopefully those of you who, you know, click the link in the description will see them too. Mm-hmm. And it was, they're, they're not bad. They're okay. not great. It's cool. Not bad. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. So, going on next, uh, okay, so, talking about movies, trailers being dropped. No, that, that didn't work out too well. I mean, I, I was I was digging it. It was like a jazzy version of uh, <laughs> Star Wars theme, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Richard yeah. Cheese has kind of come out with some really good uh, lounge versions of uh, John Williams' uh, yeah, music totally. of the best. I could totally buy that. Anyway, so if you're on Facebook today, you would have seen the trailer. It was a Facebook exclusive trailer, no less, where it was a uh, desert run through the the desert of Jakku, which I don't mm. know if that's the name of the desert or the name of the planet that it's on. I don't know. But interestingly enough, it's it's like that giant motorbike that the main character is riding around in in the previous trailer. Mm-hmm. But it's in, it's a 360 degree, so you just drag the screen in any direction you want, and you see everything going around. So I was like, that's mm-hmm. it's pretty legit. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, pretty, con- I'm pretty sure they're called speeder bikes, Mr. Well, champion, that, champion of some of Star Wars nerd. That's the thing. It's not a, it's not a conventional speeder bike. It's more a uh, sort of like a sort of heavy transport. Okay, I, I still remember it looking a lot more like uh, like the speeders from uh, from Return of the Jedi. No, 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 those are much thinner fronts. I don't know. Uh, Sorry, right, don't worry about it. That's why I'm not doing stuff with Star Wars Mirror anymore, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, but I feel like this was definitely a boon, because I was like, you get to experience the deserts of Jakku, which are going to play a big part, at least I would assume the beginning portion, the first act of Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. I remember to that Got time. It. There we go. Nailed Swish. it. Wish. <laughs> Kobe. Anyway, um, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I mean, hopefully, you guys will be able to see it like on a computer that isn't like dying. It's just like every time I tried to turn it here, it was like can't handle. Blah. But it's it's a very intuitive trailer. So if you get to try it at home, I suggest you enjoy it. Please make sure your flash drivers are all updated as best as possible. And now, as we get to the darker portion of the music, I am sad to announce that there is a possibility that Aiden Christensen might be returning to the Star Wars franchise. No! Again, these are merely just... These are merely just rumors at this point. But there's, you know, obviously we saw in the trailer the the burnt, broken helmet of Darth Vader. We also have the chest piece. And then, not too long ago, there was a, uh, what was it, here we are. Making Star Wars was told that a team in the UK are soon heading to the US to begin training Hayden Christensen for a Star Wars Episode Eight appearance of some sort. So, we won't see him in Episode Seven, but it is possible we might see him in Episode Eight, which I'm hoping not, Look. but... On the one hand, I'd like to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because I, I have seen him in okay one other movie, uh, Life is a House. I've seen which, that too, yeah. Which when he's when he was working for a director who actually gives a goddamn about performances, uh, mm. then uh, then he's uh, he's fine. But on the other hand, when you when you just mentioned that to me for the first time a couple uh, a couple minutes ago. My immediate thought was, uh, you know, his Force Ghost, you know, just just cropping up and saying like, "You call yourself a Star Wars protagonist? You're not anywhere remote. You're not remotely whiny enough for that." Well, why it, aren't you whinier? 
But I want to go to Taji Station to pick up some power converters. That's it. That's Anakin Skywalker. Let's let's yeah, that performance. No, that's, well, that's that's Luke actually. But whatever. no, no. Like when George Lucas was looking at that footage, that's what that's how he cast it. Yeah. Anyway, but no. Interestingly, you point that out, Jordan, because they literally go on to say the same thing: is that training? Because they say they're going to train him for an appearance in Episode Eight. Well, training doesn't necessarily. Doesn't that suggest he might be like a corporeal presence in? in the physical world which of this. kind of worries me even more because I was like wait he's so it's going to be a prequel well we don't know <laughs> are they clo- are they bringing clones in again that, that's, yeah so but yeah I'm kind of just hoping for like a momentary force ghost but even then I would kind of prefer they bring back Obi-Wan as Ewan McGregor but no. before before episode 7 drops um, there are a couple of things I like to do. One is I, I really like to get around to actually finishing The Force Unleashed, for one thing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is that I've actually been tempted to like try and mainline the prequels. Just one last hurrah, because I, I have not seen any of those movies since in over ten years now. Mm-hmm. And man, yeah. I, I just wonder. Like, I wonder if there's anything salvageable in them because my, my memories of them are just so goddamn poisoned after I saw the third movie. I honestly have the opinion that the only thing that is any good about any of them was two things. Uh, one, the as much as it, as much venom as it got, the the pod race was okay, and then the final lightsaber final lightsaber battle on Mustafar. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Duel of the Fates. Hey, I was going to say, I like Duel of the Fates, yeah. and I want to say I like Ewan McGregor's portray- uh, portrayal, but honestly, what I remember of the third movie, not really. No, he really he totally gave up at that point. Yeah, I think, yeah, because well, he's like, la- like when he's like, I have seen a hollow recording of Anakin killing younglings. And he puts his hand over his face because he's about to start cracking up. Because <laughs> his dialogue is just pure shit. <laughs> he was killing younglings. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think what I'm going to do... And rolling rocks. Yep, see, there you go. But uh, I think what I'm going to do before I watch... Uh, what I want to do is hopefully uh, 81's uh, Empire Strikes Back Revisited will be done by the time Episode 7 rolls out. Mm-hmm. And then what I would probably do is I'll probably, I'll probably watch the original trilogy, and then instead of watching the prequel trilogy... I'm gonna watch the I'm gonna watch the uh, Oral Knots version of the prequel trilogy. Jeez, oh, come on, that was that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. And what is that, Colin? Have you have you not seen these? I don't believe so. No. All right, so Oral Knots—they're a very popular set of YouTubers, and they did three. Well, they've done a fourth now, but they've done three parody versions of the prequel trilogy. And if memory serves correctly, they were... Here, let me see if I can pull up the names of them. Mm-hmm. But the idea is they basically just took the footage, well. clipped it down to about 15, 20 minutes per episode, and then they just basically turned it into, like, the Jedis were just, like... Oh, these are, these are the these are the uh, Gandalf people, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, Gandalf. Uh, I remember. Gandalf! Laser giants! Stone laser giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah. Well, have have I not shown you the uh, the Star Wars ones? I have not. No. Okay, so um, I think the first one is called. All right. So the first episode one is called Jedi Party. Episode two is called The Friend Zone. 
Uh, episode that, that's three. That's Yeah, episode three is Revenge of Middle Management. And then um, episode four, which just got released and finally was allowed back up on YouTube after, like, this huge debacle about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the fourth one is, uh, which is parodying A New Hope, is called uh, Laser Moon Awakens. Mm-hmm. And if you can't guess, the Death Star is Laser Moon. I yeah, could I, guess I, that, I, yes. I'm sure, I'm sure you I'm sure you're able to. But, uh, but so I, I will probably watch those just for a laugh and then just go into this movie just not giving a damn about how it turns out. Either way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Speaking of, you know, it's coming out, what, December 17th? Uh, it's it's a very close Christmas. I remember. Yeah, very close to said. Christmas. Well, speaking of speaking of which, that segues into one of our final topics. Wow. Christmas stuff is in stores. And it's is, only is, September. Is, isn't this great, everybody? No, it's not. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, you're done. I have to. We're talking oh, about it. Damn it! Okay. It's right yeah. around the corner. I, I've certainly heard like stand-up comedians joke about this since time immemorial. Yeah. Do you suppose it's actually worth like trying to trying to keep a uh, like a scientific record on stuff like this? Like, is how how early do you see any uh, any like major department store chain try and push the Christmas sales? You know, I would because love to see that somebody just independently goes into the store and updates the website like once a week. You know, because if it's if it's gotten so much worse uh, so exponentially over the years, I feel like by this time it, they really should begin in like February. But. Yeah. Trust me, I, I remember, what was it, last year or two years ago, <coughs> I remember going into a Walmart and seeing shit like that in October, and I was just like, are you, you fucking kidding me right now? I was just like, time and a place, guys, not it yet. Not it. Not it at all. No. And it's 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 going to be so early, they're going to be like, like alright, it's time for back to school, so get your backpacks and we'll buy a Christmas tree as well. Wait, what? <laughs> buy your fake plastic, <laughs> buy your flake, uh, fake plastic... Christmas tree, along with your, along with your back to school Yeah, but my family's actually been using uh, artificial trees since I was at least twelve. Wow, really? They're they're kind of awesome, to be honest with you. No, like what are they? The fact, the like the plastic ones, or the tinsel ones. I uh, know they're, they're 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 plastic, but they're this they're you know like a almost five foot tall tree, mm-hmm. and then and you you sort of plug the branches in, and you can uh, you can otherwise you know disassemble them. And store them. They're really convenient compared to bringing actual trees into our house and having them shed every, you know, uh, across like three different rooms. Mm-hmm. We have a little. We have two trees in our house now. We have a little mini tree that Liz had in college. Mm-hmm. It's a fiber optic one. You just mm-hmm. plug it in and it just rotates and slides into different colors. And then Brian, swear to God, has a Doctor Who Christmas tree. I don't know. What, I, what, what, I don't okay. know. Well, because all the saddest moments in Doctor Who happen on Christmas. So you want to commemorate that? Yeah, why not? Commemorate, commemorate the commemorate, sadness. Commemorate the sadness, like Jesus. <laughs> or is that Easter? Whatever. Anyway, so I, I don't really want to talk about it much more than that. I just Christmas stuff is in stores already, the shit, America. Yeah, like, uh, it was earlier and earlier, I remember, because I, I used to work in retail, and I just it, I, we were setting this stuff up, we were setting room for it, I mean, I, I joked about it earlier, just after back to school. Mm-hmm. We were setting up the room for the Christmas stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm not doubting it, Sean. I, I believe and it, it took a majority from, 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 I believe, September like 25th through, you know, all till the, the, the holiday came. 
it a majority of the wall was taken up by by that stuff. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. All right. Well, you know what? I think we need to clean our palette with a little game. Oh, uh, oh, oh! We are we gonna do? We're gonna do a game. We're gonna do a game. Oh, this this Ooh. game this game might be fun. Yes. What's it called? All right, it's time to argue about who shot first. It's Stump a Star Wars Nerd. Well, thank you very much, Scott Fletcher. Yes, folks, it's time for Castaway Studios' number two game. It's Stump a Star Wars Nerd. And yes, it's number two. Movie Quotes, the game, is now taking the number one spot. It has? It has. Oh, my God. High five. Since when? Since always. No, yeah. seriously, I love that game. That's so much. That's so fun. You have no idea. I love that game. I love that game, Jordan. Okay. I... But to, to be honest, you 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 expended you you basically used a lot of your quotes when we did our live broadcast. So I figured I give you a break, and I'm gonna actually let you be the Star Wars nerd this this time. So we are going to play a game. I, I, I was born ready for this. It's born ready. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna call our contestant. And we're going to see if he is ready to play Stump, a Star Wars nerd. And Sean, make sure this song be looping. Oh, yeah, it's going to be looping. Mm -hmm. I, I certainly hope you, you did tell him that you might be calling him. Yes. Um, I, I just, I just, oh. Hello, hello, Gabriel DeGenero. Yes, hello. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh, wonderful. You are our newest contestant on the game, Stump, a Star Wars nerd. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yes. Now, for those of you who aren't aware of the game, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to ask our resident Stump of Star... I mean, our resident Star Wars nerd, Jordan Hazelwood, and I'm going to ask our contestant, Gabriel DeGenero, we're going to ask him a series of questions. And I have ten here, best of five wins. All right. So if you're ready, right. uh, you ready, guys? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's only nice to talk to you again, uh, Gabriel. It's been quite a long time. Um, I, I will yeah. destroy you. <laughs> Jordan, very confident in the, in the Star Wars. Okay, so... Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to start with Gabriel. Yeah. All right. Gabriel, question number one. Who sat next to Luke Skywalker in the briefing scene before the Death Star battle in A New Hope? Oh, man. Um, this is not fair because I totally just watched it the other night. Uh-huh. Um, you know what? I, I don't know the character's name. I know his face. I do not know his name. I'll tell you what. Just take a wild guess. I know it's I know it's not Wedge, and I know it's not uh, um, Antilles. So that's the only two guys I can remember. Sorry. Well, unfortunately, Wedge Antilles is one person. Is that your answer? Uh, sure. Surprisingly enough, Gabe, you are correct. It was uh, Wedge Antilles. <laughs> For those people who aren't aware of that, though, the original character Wedge Antilles was played by a separate actor than uh, Dennis. I can't remember his last name for the life of me. But long story short, two different actors playing the character, but nobody remembers that the character that says, that's impossible even for a computer. That's actually Wedge Antilles. It's just mm -hmm. they didn't bother refilming that scene with the correct actor. But hey, whatever. All right. You know what? I guess that, that makes sense why I didn't remember because it was there played by go. a different actor. But there hey, lucky guess. He got it right. But <laughs> all right, so we're going to well, go now. Technically speaking, he, he guessed it was someone other than that. But so, 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 well, so, so thank you for leading him into it. Well... I can't make it too easy for you, Jordan. Anyway, Jordan, all right, here we go. In the same scene, what technical inaccuracy in the computerized plans retrieved from R2-D2? What is the inaccuracy? The inaccuracy? Yes. The 
inaccuracy. Yes. Think back. Think back to the uh, the picture that they pull up out of R two D two. Um. Oh, what was was the. Uh, was the duct the chute? Was that like on on top of it, uh, on top of the Death Star, and not in the trench? That is very possibly one. Unfortunately, that is not the answer we're looking for. It was the super laser cannon was above the equatorial trench, but in the computerized animation, it is shown in the middle. Huh. It's like the circle, the line in the middle, and then there's a circle through that line. I don't think I ever noticed that before. Yep. Well. All right, so all right, so one nothing to Gabe, but Gabe, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a harder question here if you're ready. Okay, sure. Okay. A member of what diminutive race finds Luke's cut-off hand and lightsaber in Cloud City? What race? Oh. You know, I don't know the name of the race. Uh, give it a wild guess, Gabe. It could be any. Uh, guess it. It's it's, it's 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 the unseen Bothans. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. It is the Ugnots. The Ugnots, right. Wow. The Ugnots. They are the ugly little creatures that... Yeah, were... the, 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 the poor sign uh, yeah, they're the taking... characters that were, uh, were on... That were on uh, C-3PO's... Yeah, they took C-3PO's mm-hmm. body, right? Yes. Yeah, all right. All right, so that's one. still 1-0 one Gabe's favor, but Jordan might tip the scales here with this answer. What alien, whose species hails from a watery planet, designed the B-Wing? Remember, I want the character, not the species. I'll repeat that question once again. What alien, mm-hmm. whose species hails from a watery planet, designed the B-wing? I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm pretty sure the spe- it's the Mon Calamari species. I, I'm afraid I don't know the exact person, so I guess I'll just have to guess it was Akbar. You are correct. All right. The Star Wars oh, Universe's man. version of Winston Churchill, Admiral Akbar. <laughs> so that's one and one. Gabe and Jordan are tied coming into the next round. All right. So here we go. Gabe, are you ready? Sure am. All right. When was the Boba Fett character first introduced to the American public? That would be the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. That is correct. An animated segment in the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special. Very good, Gabe. Gabe's got it 2-1. Happy Life Day, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, happy Life Day to everybody. Oh, All right. Yeah, so Jordan. We suffered, we suffered through that, that yes. horrible, horrible schedule. Yes, indeed. All right, Jordan, if you are ready, what kind of gas is mined by the clouds by Cloud City? That is called Tabana gas. You are correct, Tabana yes. gas. Very good. All right, we're now tied 2-2, two and two, coming into the final round. And if you are, and again, if you guys tie by the end of this round, I'm going to ask a tiebreaker. First person to answer is going to win. Okay. All right, here we go. So, Gabe, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Gabe, tell me, what does TIE Fighter stand for? Twin Ion Engines. That is correct. It is Twin Ion Engine Fighter, which is the fighter used by the Imperial Fleet. But Jordan... I'm gonna give you this one, and so sometimes, sometimes I wonder what, what what ions there actually are in the engines. Are they different from the ion cannons that are that, you know are, that, are, never... that are basically like the the stun la- the the vehicular stun laser of the? You know they never mentioned. Maybe maybe it's different. We don't know. But Jordan, here's your question: What is the fake movie title used by the producers of the Return of the Jedi to deceive fans and keep them away from the filming site? I'm going to give you a hint. 
It is not Revenge of the Jedi. Okay. Gosh. Well, um, this is just going to be a guess, and it's probably wrong. Blue Harvest. No, you are correct. It was Blue Harvest. Okay, because I thought I, I thought that was the fake name of the first of uh, New Hope. Nope, it was the fake name for Return of the Jedi. Okay. You have to remember because at that wow. point, the the Star Wars craze had already hit the had already hit worldwide. Good point. All right, so that brings us into the final. Wow. That brings us to the tiebreaker. Realized, we are tied I, three three. I was almost deceived by Seth MacFarlane. Yep, almost. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I know, and I was going to say you hate Seth MacFarlane, but. And interestingly enough, there's, I mean, visual reference in an audio podcast, there's a poster for Blue Harvest, the Family Guy version. Unfortunately, Jordan did not, I, I, can, I can test the veracity, Jordan did not see this. <laughs> uh, right. Just out of curiosity, has Family Guy tried to parody the prequels yet? No. I don't think they're going to. I don't uh, think. I don't think Return of the Jedi came <laughs> off well enough. The parody for that. It'll just be Jar Jar being killed over and over and over again. I'd, I'd watch that. I'd, I'd, yeah, basically, I'd watch a whole episode of that. All right. All right. So we're tied three and three All coming right. into the lightning round, or I guess we'll call it something else. How about the uh, blaster round? No, 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 no. How about the Alderaan? How about the Alderaan? The, the Alderaan. Alderaan. <laughs> okay, that, that, not bad. I, I was going to go with the ludicrous speed round, but then I realized that that, wait, that wasn't that's, actually a Star Wars movie. That's, so. no, that's, that's not bad. No, uh, Alderaan. I like Alderaan. All right. So, gentlemen, in the Alderaan, first question, first person to answer the question will be the winner and will take the weekly reign of uh, the Star Wars nerd. Mm-hmm. So, Jordan. So, we just have to blurt it out if we know it, right? Exactly. So, Gabe, if you're ready. <laughs> All right, Jordan, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, gentlemen. The Alderaan question is, who is the only human to fight in and survive two Death Star battles? Who is the um, only human... Wedge Antilles? Jordan wins it. Wedge Antilles uh, is correct. Well, I, yeah, I, would, I would disagree. Han Solo fought in both. No, Han Solo he, he, he did not fight in the, in the second Death Star battle. He wasn't in the second Death Star battle. He was on the yes, he was on the ground on Endor. To, oh, that's to, right, that's right. Uh, and 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 technically speaking, yeah. was he even yeah. in the first one either? For about a minute. <laughs> he, he showed up at the end. Yeah, he showed up at the end. So that so, but Wedge Antilles <laughs> is the correct answer. So Jordan, <laughs> you retain the Stump of Star Wars nerd title. Congratulations from, from you. <laughs> I seem to remember that you had the title before. But. I I won I won the original season. I have graciously stepped out to be I'm, host. I'm hosting now. Oh, well. All right, Gabe. Well. I appreciate your I appreciate mm-hmm. your attempt. And honestly, Gabe, you're not going to walk away empty-handed. Gabe, oh, we've boy. got a special poster for you. It is the Stump of Star Wars nerd poster. You can see it on Facebook.com/slash/bgnpodcasts. And it will be given to you because you know you live in town, so I can just give it to you. Yes. So you were a worthy opponent, Gabe. Uh, oh, thank of, you. Of course, thank I, you. of course, I did destroy you. Yes. I thought your lack of pick was disturbing, but you were in fact correct. No, but no, mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad you were able to join us, cool. and thank you, folks. And if you have any questions you want to send to us mm-hmm. to use in Stump a Star Wars Nerd, please do not hesitate to send them to bgnpodcast at gmail.com using the subject line Stump a Star Wars Nerd. And mm-hmm. Gabe, we want to thank you once again for joining us, and we appreciate you uh, 
you try your best, but unfortunately we find your lack of knowledge disturbing. And so we will be ending the round. Yeah, but before I go, let oh. me uh, let me plug my new podcast. Yes, please I'm do. Kind of, I am that kind of shill. No, uh, oh, by all means. My, my, my new podcast is the Nintendo Game by Game podcast. It's called Hold In Reset. Hold and In can, Reset. Hold In Reset. You can check that out at holdinreset.com. Holdinreset.com. And tell me, we're, Gabe. We're going to be... We're going to be reviewing all the old uh, black box games for the NES. Ah. And uh, once once we do that, we'll, we'll take it from there. But the first episode, episode zero is up. Uh, you can hear all about me and my co-host. And you can hear what we're going to be doing there. All right. So, that sounds out. excellent. And for those of you who are not aware, you can also listen to Gabe's previous podcast, The Gabe and Addy Show, or Addy and Gabe Show. Addy and Gabe Show, yes, where we did many, many, many years. Yes, many Uh, years, and the the, uh, archive for that is up on the main page of our website, and we will also link in the new show, which is, I believe, was, what was it called, Gabe? Give me again. Hold in, hold in reset. Hold in reset. Hold and reset. Mm-hmm. Hold and reset or hold in reset? Hold, hold, hold in reset, as in I have to hold in reset or my Zelda game will disappear. Ah, so okay, very good. The easy way to remember. Yeah. We will put that up <laughs> online and we will promote that for the next month. Thank you very much, Gabriel De Janeiro, for joining us. Well, before you go, Gabe, like, Gabe, before you go, um, are you starting yeah. with Super Mario Brothers or would that be too obvious? No, we're starting with, uh, well, actually, we're doing it in, in alphabetical order. Oh, so Jesus. We're actually starting with 10-yard fight, which oh, I'm going to give you a little preview. It's a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that heads up, Gabriel DeGenero. Thank you once again for joining I'm us. Sure, I'm sure right, it'll welcome. probably be years before you get to the Guardian Legend, but when you do, I want, I want to be on that episode. Absolutely. You're welcome to be on it. All right. Well, thank you once again, Gabe, for joining us on Stump of Star Wars Nerd. Uh, we appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. You take care. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, I really destroyed him. Yes, you did. It was very impressive. Taking it in the uh, Alder round. I love that title. I love that title. That's we're totally sticking with that. <laughs> Alder round. Oh my god. <laughs> Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Wedge Antilles, for being the answer to two questions. Yeah, you know what? I felt I felt it was a safe bet because, uh, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. Well, gentlemen and ladies, if you're listening. I want to thank you very much for listening to Boldly Going Nowhere. And I think what we're going to do now is we're going to go around the table with our plugs, starting with Jordan. Oh, well, um, I am, of course, part of several other podcasts uh, you can find on Mm castawaystudios.com. I co-host the the BGN Comic Shop, uh, where my good friend Brendan and I now, uh, we uh, we, uh, we do reviews of uh, of classic and modern comics, as well as general comic discussion and, uh, and modern news. And I also uh, host uh, um, I also host the a new video game podcast called Story Mode, in which I talk about notable uh, video game storylines or even or stories about video games. Yep. Plus, you can see uh, my my YouTube channel at uh, YouTube.com/slash the Synapse, where I am the Synapse, T H E S Y N A P Z E, home to my video review show Geek Critique. And Jordan, can we find you on Twitter? You can at uh, again at this at Twitter, uh, Twitter dot com at the uh, Twitter at the how, how's it go at just, the synapse at the synapse. It's okay, you don't have to say Twitter. They know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the at synapse the again. T H E S Y N A P Z E. When you see the Z, you know it's me. Do it today. All right, Sean. Where can we find you on the World Wide Web? Well, you can find me on the World Wide Web at Sean at Sean L Holmes. That's S E A N L H O L M E S on Twitter. Also, you can find um, me and Facebook, probably. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's search around for there. And I'm also coming up with my new podcast uh, based on the Star Trek lore and uh, everything else. It'd be called um, The Prime Directive. The Prime Directive, eh? <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be coming out very mm-hmm. soon. I believe the episode is going to be dropping mid-October. Uh, so uh, look forward to that on castwavestudios.com. And you can find me at www.castwavestudios.com, where, if you remember, you can go to www.castwavestudios.com slash Amazon, where you can buy all sorts of products and pay no extra, but we make a little bit of scratch just to keep it running. We appreciate it if you're able to. If not, hey, no big deal. And you can also find me at Colin20something on Twitter, or you can find me manning the BGN Twitter, which is at BGN Podcasts, plural. And Sean... Could you do me a favor? I'd like the queue in for twop update if you would be so kind. Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh, um, um, no. Diane, Diane, you are you here? Or send us a tweet. Ugh. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the reason I mentioned this is I just saw this tweet today, and it was just so good. I thought it would be a good way to end the episode. Um, so George Decay came up with some uh, some uh, horoscopes. Interestingly enough, right? Okay. I didn't think George Takei and horoscopes, you know, man of science, hmm. not a oh my. man of star science. But hey, well, star science, I guess so. Well, yeah. anyway, so George Takei has the, uh, the horoscope for Aries, if you will. Hmm. Aries, if you see a payphone today, make sure you haven't accidentally traveled to 1988. Oh, my. <laughs> I don't know why I did that voice. It just mm-hmm. it just seemed appropriate at the time. Nineteen eighty. Would not be more appropriate if it was nineteen eighty five because that was the year that that Sulu traveled back in time too. Was it was it eighty five or was it or what, well, was it, it, it was the, the came out? I could have sworn eighty five was the year Voyage Home came out. Hmm. Well, I I still appreciate the throwback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so. For those of you listening out there, I'm Colin Kakamas. I'm Jordan Hazelwood. And I'm Sean Holmes. And you be boldly going nowhere. What, what, what comes over? What, what's, what's the end thing? It comes at the end. It's called something. You're oh, supposed to um, say it. Out, outro? No, thank you. Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com. Wow, that sounded great.